right. Welcome to another lecture given by members of the Southfield, Michigan class. This is a school, not a church. Neither are we affiliated with any religious organization. This school is a nonprofit, non-denominational, religious and scientific research organization dedicated to showing proof of the existence of Yahweh, our Elohim, and the operation of his eternal purpose, pattern, and plan operating throughout eternity to this present day. This school was established as a result of a divine vision and revelation given unto our founder, Dr. Henry Clifford Kinley, in the state of Ohio in the year 1931. We were incorporated in the state, excuse me, we hold classes in the United States, Canada, and certain other foreign countries. The Southfield, Michigan class was established in 1997. The Dean of the Southfield branch is Dr. Marvin Lewis, and the president is Dr. Edward Yule. In this school, we use the true, correct, and original name and title of the Father, the Word or Son, and the Holy Spirit as they are contained in the original Hebrew texts. The true name of the Heavenly Father is Yahweh. It has been improperly substituted with Lord. The true title of the word or son is Elohim. It has been improperly substituted with God. The name of the Holy Spirit manifested in or out of a physical body is Yahshua. It has been erroneously substituted with Jesus Christ. Lord and God are titles and are not names. The Apostle Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, tells us in 1 Corinthians 8 and 5 that there are Lord's many and God's many. But we now know that each Lord must have a name and each God must have a name also. Elohim is a title, but unlike Lord and God, Elohim is a divine title. That means that Elohim is the title that our creator chose for himself. Jesus is a name, but it is an erroneous name. A minor investigation on your part in a good dictionary or encyclopedia will prove that neither the Hebrew, Greek, nor Latin languages have any letters or characters in their alphabet that would produce the sound that is made by this letter J. Neither was there a letter J in the English language until some 1400 years after the Messiah's death. Therefore, such names as Jesus and Jehovah are impossible renderings of the true name of our Heavenly Father and His Son. Christ is a title, just like Lord and God. Yahweh is pure spirit. And in this state, he is incomprehensible and inscrutable. He is the ultimate source, substance, limits, and bounds of everything. We have Yahweh in his pure spirit state, symbolized on this chart as a cloud. Yahweh is not a cloud. He merely chose a cloud to symbolize himself because a cloud has no particular or descriptive shape and form. We've drawn this cloud all around the edges of this chart to show you that everything on the chart is within the cloud. In like manner, everything in the universe abides within the pure spirit state of Yahweh. Yahweh, knowing that man cannot perceive of him, perceive of him in this pure spirit state, took on shape and took on form right within himself as Elohim. This is the word or son, a super incorporeal being that is having the shape and form of a man, 
but without flesh and blood. This form can only be seen in divine visions and understood in divine revelations. Later on, this self-same spirit manifested himself in the physical body and walked the earth plane as Yahshua the Messiah, whom the world calls Jesus Christ. Now there is only one name given unto salvation and we must know that name. Therefore, the simple yet intelligent question we should all ask ourselves is what was the name of the savior during the time he walked the earth plane? A further understanding of this name and title may be had by reading the preface of the Holy Name Bible. Also in this school, we teach by the divine pattern of the universe. It is called the divine pattern because it is Yahweh's pattern. After Yahweh led the children of Israel out of Egypt, he called Moses atop Mount Sinai and showed him the tabernacle pattern in a vision. Yahweh instructed Moses to build one exactly like it in the wilderness of Sinai. The pattern consists of the most holy place, the holy place, and the court round about. These three compartments make up the one tabernacle pattern. In this school, we show proof that everything in the universe is made and operates according to the structure and function of this threefold tabernacle pattern and that absolutely nothing escapes the pattern. Our primary aims and constitutional objectives are as follows. First, to help you find and know Yahweh, our Elohim, as he really is and actually exists. Second, to form a nucleus of universal brotherhood of humanity in Yahshua the Messiah without distinction of race, nationality, creed, sex, caste, or color. Third, to investigate the unexplained spirit law or so-called law of nature and the powers latent in man. Fourth, to encourage and promote the study of the scriptures, comparative religions, psychology, philosophy, and modern practical and occult science. Fifth, to extirpate current superstition, skepticism, and ignorance. Sixth, to learn, know, and understand the operation of Yahweh's eternal purpose through the dispensations and ages. Seventh, to discern and avoid being deceived by Lucifer, the serpent, the devil, the dragon, or Satan and his demons operating the mystery of iniquity on earth through the dispensations of time. Eighth, to earnestly contend for the common salvation and faith, which was once delivered unto the sons or children of Yahweh. Ninth, to make known that Yahweh from the beginning ordained that there is no other name given among men whereby man can be saved, saving the name of Yahshua the Messiah. And 10th, to inherit eternal life now in the kingdom of Yahshua the Messiah with the hope of immortal glorification in the new earth state. Our watchword is peace and our slogan is speak the truth. And at this time, we will have a prayer given by Dr. Paula Brown, followed by scripture reading John, the 16th chapter, read by Dr. Lauren Lewis. Hello? Yeah, we, we hear you. 
let us bow our heart and mind and give thanks to Yahweh Elohim through Yahshua the Messiah always for another opportunity to learn about him in spirit and in truth, to ask Yahshua always to guide us and lead, and lead us and to be conscientious of his ever presence and that we keep the integrity of this gospel and preaching until the end. And we are so awfully grateful for to be called a son. And with this, I'd like to say hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'd like to say good evening to the class. I'll be reading out of the King James Version, substituting the true names where appropriate. That is John, the 16th chapter. These things have I spoken unto you, that you should not be offended. They shall put you out of the synagogues. Yea, the time cometh that whosoever killeth you will think that he doeth Yahweh's service. And these things will they do unto you, because they have not known the Father nor me. But these things have I told you, that when the time shall come, you may remember that I told you of them. And these things I said not unto you at the beginning, because I was with you. But now I go my way to him that sent me, and none of you asketh me, whither goest thou? But because I have said these things unto you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment, of sin, because they believe not of me, of righteousness, because I go to my father and you see me no more, of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. Howbeit, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore said I, that he shall take of mine and shall show it unto you. A little while, and ye shall not see me. And again, a little while, and ye shall see me, because I go to the Father. Then said some of his disciples among themselves, What is this that he saith unto us? A little while, and ye shall not see me. And again, a little while and ye shall see me, and because I go to the Father. They said, therefore, what is this that he saith a little while? We cannot tell what he saith. Now Yahshua knew that they were de desirous to ask him, and said unto them, do you inquire among yourselves of that I said a little while, and ye shall not see me, and again a little while, and ye shall see me. Verily, verily, I say unto you, that ye shall weep and lament, 
but the world shall rejoice, and ye shall be sorrowful, but your sorrow shall be turned into joy. A woman when she is in, excuse me, a woman when she is in travail has sorrow, but her hour is come. But as soon as she is delivered of the child, she remembereth no more the anguish for joy that a man is born into the world. And ye now therefore have sorrow, but I will see you again and your heart shall rejoice and your joy no man taketh from you. And in that day, ye shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Hitherto have you asked nothing in my name, Ask, and ye shall receive, that your joy may be full. These things have I spoken unto you in Proverbs. But the time cometh when I shall no more speak unto you in Proverbs, but I shall show you plainly of the Father. At that day ye shall ask in my name, and I say not unto you, that I will pray the Father for you. For the Father himself loveth you, because you have loved me, and have believed that I came out from Yahweh. I came forth from the Father, and I am come into the world. Again I leave the world, and I go to the Father. His disciples said unto him, Lo, now speakest thou plainly, and speakest no proverb. Now are we sure that thou knowest all things, and needest not that any man shall ask thee, but this we believe that thou camest forth from Yahweh. Yahshua answered them, do you now believe? Behold, the hour cometh, yea, it's now come, that you shall be scattered, every man to his own, and shall leave me alone. And yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. These things have I spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. That was John, the 16th chapter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We want to thank everyone again for joining us today. We thank our visiting brethren for joining us. Uh, before we call on our first speaker, we'd like to remind everyone to please stop your video and please do not unmute during your lecture unless you're speaking or reading. Uh, and please don't unmute until after uh, doxology. Also, for our speakers, we'd like to remind you to please uh, acknowledge, please be look out for the five-minute bell and please acknowledge it when you see it, verbally acknowledge it. And for our first speaker, it is a pleasure to call on from our Southfield branch, Dr. Pedro Dominguez. Pedro? Yeah, I'm here. I, I was getting the microphone turned on. Okay. Uh, thank you. Uh, it's a pleasure and a privilege to be able to speak upon the teaching and the gospel, or the good gospel, the, and uh, our Father, Heavenly Father, the Creator, Yahweh, and His Son, Yahshua, the Messiah. Uh, I'm, I'm hopeful that we got uh, the same feeling among our brethren that it's been a long time since uh, last Sunday. Uh, days go by fast, but still, just that... Even, even when they go by fast, you want to be in that pre ever presence of Yahweh uh, so that you don't feel lost. Uh, call on him when you need him. 
use his true name, which is Yahweh, his, his heavenly his, his heavenly given heavenly given true name. It's a I don't want to say it's a Hebrew, but it's a universal name uh, given to Moses. Uh, it's Yah's masculine portion and Way is a feminine portion. It's a tetragrammaton of YHWH uh, transliterated from the Hebrew text because Moses was a Hebrew and when he was in front of the burning bush, Yahweh spoke to him and uh, he was giving him the instructions of uh, bringing the Israelites out of Egypt and also giving him the, the, the name by which he wanted to be called. And I believe that he wants to be called Yahweh. Well, I call, I call on for help through Yahshua, but uh, I never forget that, it, that the Father, Heavenly Father is called Yahweh, which is the highest name of all names above any other name. You can't compare Yahweh. You don't want to either. Uh, he's given me many blessings. Well, I wouldn't call them blessings because I don't know. We really don't know how, how truly blessed we are. Uh, he's given me many talents and speaking speaking on Yahweh is 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 a gift and also to be able to receive the Holy Spirit Yahshua that's a gift and you receive it you can't take it from nobody and nobody can give it to you but except Yahshua and it's, it's a truly honored moment to be able to listen and hear the gospel preached the way it should be uh, and uh, to succor or to, to, um, to uh, appease that, that spirit in you, to, to give you nourishment and to give you refreshing. I'd like to call on a few scriptures uh, to, help me, to help us uh, meditate on Yahweh or to go to go to a, to a deep place, a deep place where we can reflect that Yahweh is creator. Could I have Matthew 24 and four? Or make it, take it to 23, Matthew 23, 24 and 23. You want Matthews 24 and 23? 24 and three, I mean, not 24. Okay, so Matthews 24 and three. Yeah. Okay. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately saying, tell us when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? And Yahshua answered and said unto them, take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name saying, I am the Messiah and shall deceive many. Okay. And you should and you should hear of wars and rumors of wars. See, see that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Yahweh is warning us and telling us what to look for. And uh, a lot of these things have come to pass and are happening right here and now. Uh, keep reading. For nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. 
Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you. And you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Pause. That's good. Can I get uh, Matthew 11 and 27? Matthew's 11 and 27. All things are delivered unto me of my father. And no man knoweth the son, but the father. Neither knoweth any man the father, save the son. And he to whomsoever the son will reveal him. Continue. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. See, For he, I am clearly, he clearly states that uh, the rest is in the learning and of the gospel, the way it's preached from these, from these, from these, from these uh, precepts and principles of uh, the vision that Kenley had, our founder, uh, and Moses had a vision as well. And I'm sure he was able to preach and teach just as good as Dr. Kinley. And uh, John on the island of Patmos had the uh, vision also that they both saw each other from beginning to end. And Kinley saw like a fan, like a Japanese fan expand, coming out, folding out. Um, that's what, that this vision is what we want to learn about and everything that, Principles, like I said, there's principles behind this. Um, I'm just getting a few scripture quotes from the uh, Ames. Uh, so he, he clearly, Joshua clearly states, learn of me, I am gentle and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest in your souls. I really want to get into that rest. Uh, that uh, I would like to be at rest. That's one of my favorite places to be not under a, a anxiety mind, but uh, like coming to class and obeying the gospel and reflecting on his principles and uh, seeing the pattern at work in the creation. That's a miracle. That's a, that's a heavenly gift. Could I get Deuteronomy 6 and 4? That's Deuteronomy 6 and 4. Hear, O Israel, Yahweh our Elohim is Yahweh in unity. Keep reading. And thou shalt love Yahweh thy Elohim with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. Continue. And these words which I commanded thee this day shall be in thy heart. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children and shall talk of them when thou sittest in thy house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thy hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thy eyes. And thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house and on thy gates. And it shall be when Yahweh thy Elohim shall have brought thee into the land, which he sware unto the fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give thee great and goodly cities, which thou 
buildest not, and houses full of all good things, which thou fillest not, and wells dig, which thou diggest not, vineyards and olive trees, which thou plantest not, when thou shalt have eaten and be full. Then be aware, lest thou forget Yahweh, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt, from the house of bondage. We don't want to forget Yahweh mm -hmm. and our, our pleasures. You know, when we're really going going strong and, and things are going our way, you want to give thanks and say thank you. And even if it's just sometimes you're in front of somebody else and you don't want to interrupt or or you don't want to don't don't want to talk out loud and you're thinking to yourself, thank you, Yahweh. Speak speak in your mind. He hears you. He can hear you privately. And then maybe go home and shut your doors and, and you know and, and uh, be in a dark place and meditate and say thank you Yahweh to, and you're grateful to Him privately. Say it privately with just you and Him. That's a good place to be. Could I get Corinthians, Second Corinthians three and seventeen? Second Corinthians three and seventeen. Now Yahweh is spirit. And where the spirit of Yahweh is, there is liberty. That's good. Could I get John 4.24? John 4 and 24. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yahweh is spirit. And they that worship him must. Well, start at 23. Sure. John 4 and 23. But the hour cometh and now is. When the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. Yahweh is spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Thank you very much. That's good. Uh, could I get uh, Acts 17 and 26? Acts 17 and 26. Uh, let me start up uh, Acts 17 and 24. Yahweh that made the whole world and all things therein, seeing that he is ruler of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands. Neither is worshiped with men's hands as though he needed anything, seeing he giveth to all life and breath in all things, and hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth and hath determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. The bounds limits and, uh, and his bounds limits, like the moderator said, he, he's limits and bounds of our, of our, of our being. He, he's a, he's the end, he's the end ad, ad quim terminus quim ad, he's all in all. So Yahweh, Yahweh can, Yah, Yahweh, praise Yahshua, Yahweh can be, the all the the uh, finish and the end, the ending and the beginning, and uh, he's he he limits he he's where he tells us where we, where we can and can't go. He's the one in control of all creation. So uh, I'm sure that uh, we might think that we're in control, and you know we say what what we can do and what we want to be and who we want to be and where we want to go and uh, you know what 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 careers we want to choose and uh but that's not so with Yahweh thank you continue reading uh Ephesians 5 and 25 
Ephesians 5 and 25. Husbands, love your wives, even as the Messiah also loved the assembly and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious assembly, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. That's a true saying. I'm glad for us who's married that we can have someone to love. And, and uh, that's, uh, that's a blessing. That's Yahweh in, 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 in his, in his, uh, in his, uh, that's him at work at a, in his Elohim form, allowing us to have something to love in, a, in a troubled times and telling us we should love even when we don't want to love, love, love our wives anyway, but the true love is of Yahshua. That's who you really want to love is Yahshua in that person. Continue reading. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth it, even as Yahweh the assembly. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Yahshua and the assembly. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife, even as himself, and the wife see that she reverence her husband. Okay, uh, could I get Acts 10.34? Acts 10 and 34. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth I perceive that Yahweh is no respecter of persons. But in every nation, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. The word which Yahweh sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Yahshua the Messiah, he is ruler, the savior of all. That word I say, ye know, which was published throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism, which John preached. How Yahweh anointed Yahshua of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went, be, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for Yahweh was with him. And we are witnesses of all things which he did both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they slew and hanged on a tree. Him Yahweh raised up the third day and showed him openly, not to all the people, but unto witnesses chosen before of Yahweh, even to us who did eat and drink with him after he rose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which was ordained of Yahweh to be the judge of the quick and dead. Okay, you can pause there for a second. Thank you. Uh, it's truth. It's a truth that we, we uh, need that, that knowledge that Yahweh gives from the comforter. Um, sometimes when I'm out in the open and in and, uh, public, I call on Yahweh and say, Yahweh, words do you give me to speak about your gospel and um 
Sometimes I do find it difficult. I am challenged and I do find it difficult to speak. That's why I call on Yasha for his help, mm-hmm. to help put the words in, in my spirit. And uh, that, that commandment is to preach to the people. And I, I truly believe in that. Uh, could I get Romans 8, 1 through 4? Romans 8 and 1 through 4. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Yahshua the Messiah, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Yahshua the Messiah has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, Yahweh sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after Lauren? Yeah? Okay, you went out for a minute. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I'll read that over again, the third verse. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, Yahweh sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin, condemn sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. There, Yahshua is just preaching and saying, you know, we gotta give up the law, and the law, and the, give up the law, and ordinate cardinal ordinances, give that up because it's been fulfilled. He, he uh, clearly states that I come not to destroy the law and the prophets, but to fulfill. I don't know where that's at because I always get that mixed up, but uh, the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. That's Joshua uh, who fulfilled it. Uh, the cardinal ordinances were wiped out, nailed to the cross. Could I get um, Exodus, the 12th chapter? Do you want to start at one? Yeah, yeah, please. Exodus 12 and 1. And Yahweh spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak you unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb. According to the house of their fathers, a lamb for a house. And if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next unto his house. Take it according to the number of souls. Every man, according to his eating, shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You should take it out from the sheep or from the goats. And you shall keep it up until the 14th day of the same month. And the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. And they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper doorposts of the houses wherein they shall eat it. And they shall eat the flesh in that night roast with fire and unleavened bread. And with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Eat not of it raw, nor sodden at all with water but roast with fire, his head with his legs, and with the pertinence thereof. 
and you shall let nothing of it remain until the morning. And that which remaineth of it until the morning, you shall burn with fire. Continue. And thus shall you eat it with your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand. And you shall eat it in haste. It is Yahweh's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am Yahweh. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. That plague, uh, hold the second pause. That plague is the death of our soul, our, the spirit, the spirit of being damned or get put to a, and when Joshua comes to judge the world, the living and the dead, he's going to choose who's going to be a, a, a life, uh, unto life uh, with him, uh, uh, an eternal glory or unto eternal damnation. And that's a plague. It, it's a death that the soul goes through when Yahshua comes and reveals himself. And uh, we want Yahshua in us. We want Yahshua to be in us through the gospel, through the teaching, and through, through his Holy Spirit, which he gives out freely to those that believe. And uh, we want that spirit of the comforter in us to overcome this plague of the firstborn death uh, is only done through the blood, shedding of the blood and the death, burial, resurrection of Yahshua the Messiah. He, he as, you, as you saw in the scripture, that he, you had to put the four points of blood on the door. Well, Yahshua, Yahweh's son, Yahshua, is, is the door to, to eternal life and putting... Uh, he, he, he himself was nailed to the cross. You don't have to do anything. His blood is that he shed, uh, or you know, his, his hands were nailed, his crown of thorn to show blood and uh, piercing in the side of the blood and water, and the, and the, and the, and the, and the nailing of his feet to the, to the cross. Those are the four points of blood that they speak of in this scripture. And uh, Yahshua was without spot or blemish like the lamb that they ate during Israel's exodus. And uh, they had to eat it with unleavened bread because Yahweh's son, Yahshua, did not rise from the grave at that time. And uh, right now is a time when we have Yahshua as the Holy Spirit who did rise and, already and has already died, buried, and and died, buried, and and risen and uh, poured out his Holy Spirit to all mankind and for those who believe are gonna be saved. And that's what they want. That's what that's what all mankind wants, but they don't, some people are, are ignorant and some people are aware that we want Yahshua to save us from our, from our, 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 the damnation of, the, of, of uh, our, 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 Damnation of uh, eternal damnation. I would say eternal damnation. Could I get um, John one and nine? Uh, 
Yes, that's John 1 and 9. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of Elohim, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of Yahweh. Thank you, thank you, that's good. Could I get Second uh, Timothy 2 and 15? Second Timothy 2 and 15. Study to show thyself approved unto Yahweh, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly divining the word of truth. That's good. That's good. I'm going to yield the floor and uh, hope that so someone was able to uh, be enlightened and uh, receive the spirit of Yahweh uh, teaching is, is the gospel, this, the true gospel. And uh, it's like I said, it's, it's, it's a pleasure and it's a privilege to be able to assemble like this with our brethren who know what we're talking about and who know where we're coming from and why we do, why we speak on Yahweh and not of ourselves. And uh, it's a blessing, Yahweh, Yahweh's gift, it's Yahweh's gift. And I just pray that it, as someone may have been, been, been uh, illuminated. That I yield the floor. And hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Dr. Dominguez. And for our next speaker, it's a pleasure to call on from our Southfield branch, Dr. Marcus Brazil. Dr. Marcus Brazil. Yes, and I was looking at questions. I'm sorry. Uh, good evening to the class. I'm um, thankful to have an opportunity to have anything to say in spirit and, and in truth and uh, enjoyed the words of the previous speaker. Um, I have not much on my mind, but I do have a little bit to offer that Yahweh always gives someone or me a testimony. Um, I've been just recently going back in the scripture and and if anybody has an opportunity, or I suggested you um, audio Bible, because I've been turning on the scripture and just let it let it let it play, and you and it reads like a novel. But I'm thankful to, that Yahweh allows me to go back and hear these things that we hear all the time, and just go back through them. And I've been recently going through John and a crucifixion of the Messiah. And every time I go through it, it's always something new that I hear. It's always something that Yahweh just brings out more. And um, I like to say that my true uh, confidence and my true faith is that my understanding is that Yahweh is in control, is in control of everything, and that He is the one that is making you have a testimony, strengthening your faith. And then all the trials and tribulations that they that the world brings you through, they know that you have the Messiah as a comforter, and he's always with you. And that's my joy and my peace that I have 
every day I go out or where I go or what I do. And by that, I mean, Yahweh also always, what he does, he does, he, he confides, he, um, what's the word? Consoles, he gives you that willingness to understand that what's on your heart and mind is also through another other another um brother's heart man and, and then you have something that comes out that you have a question you had and all of a sudden someone in, in class or in, in in school is talking about what you just barely thought about now you ain't shared to nobody what what was on your heart and mind y'all just knew what was what your question was and it came through another vessel you know and that's just like it happens hundreds of millions of times that someone has something on their heart and mind and then in the very scripture lesson was what they were talking about earlier. The very thing that I had on my mind they were talking about tonight in class. And Yahweh just, just gives you that, that confidence that you understand that what you're, what those on your heart and mind and what was shared between the mouth of one or two, two or three witnesses is confirmed. Yeah, that's the word, confirmed. It confirms what you, what you had on your heart and mind, what you thought, what was going on with you and you asked your father and you asked within yourself, comfort within you and there it is he he gives you an answer but nobody gives you an answer but he gives you the answer within you you know and then it's confirmed to somebody else who says the same exact same thing so <laughs> that's what i've been witnesses in these in these two classes that we've been going through lately and i was just again in one hand turning up the heat of, of the world and then making the sons understand what's going on through the scripture with the, the, the same things we've been talking about now, could I start with, um, I'll start with, I am true, true vine as John 15, John 15 and one. That's John 15 and one. I am the true vine and my father mm -hmm. is the husband then. Mm -hmm. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And mm -hmm. every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it that it may bring forth more fruit. Mm -hmm. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Mm -hmm. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except ye abide in me. Mm -hmm. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him the same bringeth forth much fruit, for without me ye can do nothing. Mm -hmm. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered, and men gathered them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Mm -hmm. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. As the Father have loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. 
This is my commandment that ye love one another as I have loved you. Mm -hmm. Greater love have no man than this, than a man lay down his life for his friends. Ye are my friends, if you do whatsoever I command, command you. Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his master doeth. But mm -hmm. I have called you friends, for all things that I have heard of my father, I have made known unto you. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you mm -hmm. and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. That whatsoever you shall ask of the father in my name, he may give it you. These things I command you that ye love one another. If the world hate you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If ye were of the world, the world would love his own. But because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. Remember the word that I said unto you. Well, that's good. That's good. That's good. Uh, it's a lot. It's so much in there. It's, and it's, it goes from 15. I'm just, if you read yourself 15, 16, 17, all the way down, he's telling, I mean, he's telling the whole thing. And, he, and if you're paying attention, that they makes a distinction that that you're in the world but not of the world. Now, now some people struggle with that, and I hear people say that we well, still got that bills paying, go to work, do anything. You know, still got. No, that's that's what you're talking. I'm talking about. He's talking about. He said that he chosen you out of the world, and he, you know, just like how can I say it? He's revealed things to you. That only that he chose you, he's called you by name and, and revealed to you his name, purpose of his name, his name, like his nature, his purpose, what he was doing in the world. The, world, the people don't understand what the Messiah was doing when he was walking the earth playing, who he was really in, in, in that physical body was that manifestation or the special repaired body was the Father himself coming in the flesh as Joshua the Messiah. You know, that the thing that's, that has to be revealed, that thing. So he's chosen you, he's, he's, and he referred to another scripture. He's talked to Moses as it was a friend. He's talking the same thing. He's talking to you as not just, uh, just not just um, a disciple, but more just a friend. You know, he's, he's revealing things that he, like he spoke to parables to certain ones, to disciples, the one that she's chosen. He, he, he told what he was actually talking about. But he talked to parables to other people. You know, in the same token, <laughs> He's telling you the truth of the matter, and other people are are not understanding what you're saying. And so, to me, that means when you be fruitful and go out and share this gospel, that's like what you're saying. That's that's sharing his, his commandments or or being fruitful. I will say an example of being fruitful. You know, you're sharing the gospel, you're sharing his name, his nature, and his and his and his truth. You know, to other people, you're sharing the, the gospel of God's Messiah. Or his namesake, or or anything about the gospel, or anything that Yahweh gives you at the time to say. Because sometimes you don't have words to say, but Yahweh has given you those words. So another game, that's an example. He choosing you to say a certain thing at a certain time. That's only him. Now that's I'm just saying what my confidence is. I know that Yahweh does that. And if and that's my piece where I have a lot of people that I see that I have to that I would like to share to you. 
but Yahweh doesn't give me the umption to say at that moment that I know at one time, as it says, what is your conversation should be, that it comes to a point where you have to say these things. If you understand that we're standing on the truth of the world, you cannot keep it in, if I can say. I mean, I cannot keep it. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I can't speak for anybody else. Yahweh makes a proposal for you, and he, asks, he tells you that you have to speak this God, this gospel, and speak this truth, or to say, um, be fruitful and multiply, you know. But it is so much. Um, could you go strip ahead to John 17 and 1 and read that down? John 17 and 1. Mm -hmm. these, these words spake Yahshua and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, mm -hmm. Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy son that thy son also may glorify thee. Mm -hmm. As thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. All right. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true El, and Yahshua the Messiah, whom thou hast sent. Go ahead. Okay. I have glorified thee on earth. I have mm -hmm. finished the work which thou hast gavest me to do. And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thy own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. Mm -hmm. I have manifested thy name unto the men which thou gavest me out of the world. Thine they were, and thou gavest them me, and they have kept thy word. Now they have known that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are of thee. For I have given unto them the words which thou gavest me. Uh -huh. And they have received them and have known surely that I come out from thee. And they have believed that thou didst send me. Mm -hmm. I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me, for they are thine. And all mine are thine and thine are mine. And I am glorified in them. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world. Mm -hmm. And I am come to thee. Holy Father, keep through thy own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those that thou gavest me, I have kept, and none of them is lost but the son uh -huh. of perdition. Go ahead. But the son of perdition, that, thou, that the scripture might be fulfilled. And now come I to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them the word, and the world hath hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. Mm -hmm. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself, that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Never, neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. That they all. Do you, you hear that? Did you hear that? 
Now, I, I didn't hear that before. I, I read it twice. I didn't hear now. It, he didn't say it. I, I read that again. It's real. Read that, that verse, two verses back. Go back two verses. I'll start at 18. Uh-huh. And thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. Right. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself, that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. Now it's them that they believe they're the word. So he sent the ones in the world to preach the gospel and these preached these ones in the gospel, and the ones that do believe do them be sanctified them too, that they're all be one. I, I, I didn't hear that at first. I didn't hear that verse that he prays for them in the world, but those that he's that you're sharing the gospel too, that believe that what you, your words are, you sanctify those too. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's like you telling somebody and they understand, and then you next time you see them sitting in class or believe what you said, you say. That's, I mean, that's a, that's an awesome deal. I mean, that that's that, that's awesome to me because that's something that's been in there, and then you know, we have to reveal to you what's, what also what that what that meant. You know, you can't continue where you're at. That they all may be one, as thou Father art in me, and I in thee. That mm -hmm. they also may be one in us. That the world may believe that thou hast sent me. And the mm -hmm. glory which thou gavest me, I have given them, that they may be one even as we are one. In them, and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that thou hast sent me, and hast loved them as thou hast loved me. Father, I will that they also whom thou hast given me be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory which thou hast given me. For thou lovest me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, the world hath not known thee, but I have known thee, and these have known that thou hast sent me. And I have declared unto them thy name, and will declare it, that the love wherewith thou hast loved me may be in them, and I in them. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, that's all. I'm serious. That's, to me, that's you, you being in your side, you, them, you being Yashtra and Yashtra and you, and that being that one, and you preaching the gospel as it, as one of our aims there is just to earnestly contend for the common salvation that was once delivered to the sons and children. You know that was, that's that's what I pray for really, because I remember back in the day when we used to have Sunday breakfast or Sunday whatever with all the family. We just sit around. And if they're the ones, what do we call the elders of the school, talk about the gospel. And when they say the name Yahweh, everybody was like, they say it kind of low and look around and people turning heads. And it was back in the day, but now it's like, it's, a, it's more of a preach the name and let the chips fall where it may. You know, Yahweh has taken us from that point to where I see it now, where just you have to declare the name of Yahweh. We're talking about the true Yahweh. These three are one. That is the true unity of spirit. And it's a bold thing to say that when I hear people say all the time, well, Jesus is in my book. That's which is a true thing. But it's hard saying where people may do not know that that name was taken out of the book or was reading as a King James Version. 
you know, and it's and it's a history of it. But you know what I'm saying? The original version does not have a J in it. The original, which is written in Hebrew, does not have a J in it. And those things, not just the name of the Savior, but John and James and these names were, were, were named back then. And you know, what was the name, like say, say in the moderation, what was the name of the Savior when he walked the earth plane? It was not Jesus, and it never was Jesus. So if you track that back, <laughs> that's awesome. As a research organization, you track that back from that J to I to Y, the original name in that book was Joshua. As you as it says, as a notation in the book, Joshua, that with no J, that's Joshua back there. <laughs> and that's the, that has to be revealed, but that is an awesome thing that this gospel does and that we, we stand on. And I'm thankful to have just an inkling of that, that truth that, that gives you that inkling of, of peace in the world. And I started to say, like, what do you mean by you in the world, not out of, of the world? Yahweh has told you out of the world and you see these tribulations and persecutions and things that's hating me and you're hating me because I'm a namesake. Those things that come to pass now when you see you saying in Yahweh and it's like, what are you talking about? You look at it as, as, a, as a cult or some other word they want to attach to it. But the same says also, the same that endure to the end, the same shall be saved. And I'm thankful that Yahweh gives us these, these tools or these, these things that Yahweh reveals to us like the book and the you know, all the contradictions that's in it, but Yahweh just straightened out right out through this vision that Dr. Cody had in 1931. Ex explain that book. Explain that Bible that the world constantly con contradicts or say it contradicts or all these religions come out of this one Bible and all that. And Yahweh just explains that in great detail through this vision. And I'm thankful to have that opportunity that Yahweh has given me and I'm still in the growth process. I don't see myself a speaker, but Yahweh had to remind me back in the day. I have to go back. This is my last thing I'll say. Back in the day where I sat and Yahweh did this to me, he used to get up or sit on my seat and I had the expectation of being called because you, being the son of a dean, you was called all the time, right? Back in the day. Now, this is what Yahweh did to me, and I have to say as a personal testimony, Yahweh, every time I said to myself, well, if I get caught, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say that. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go that. I'm going to do this. Now, every time that happened, I never was called on. For years, it's happened on for years. I could never understand it. Yahweh had to reveal to me what that meant. Now, as the scripture said, I didn't choose you. You didn't choose him, he chose you. So you're not going to get up and say what you want to say. You're not going to get up and say, I'm going to say this. You're not going to what you're not, it's not you that's saying, giving you the words. Yahweh is giving you his words to say. So that's why half the time you're saying, you're like, I have something to say, and then my mind goes blank when I get about to talk. Yahweh has to give you those words. It took me years to understand that. Yahweh is the one that, <laughs> that's giving you the utterance to say his name in spirit and in truth. That's Joshua giving you that utterance. And I had, to I had to take years to understand that. Years to understand. Why did he let me say? Why did I never get called when I thought of him? I had something to say. You have nothing to say, Marcus. It is by grace of Yahweh that we have any testimony we have that is of Yahshua Messiah and any spirit of truth is given by him himself. 
and then that utterance is given to you to speak in his own his behalf in the glorification of his name. Now I had to understand that through the scripture and these, these things I'm listening to, this is, he's saying that through the whole scripture, to the disciples, to the people, when he went to the cross, he was saying it the whole time. I didn't see it, now I see it. That's the message was given to me. I'm, I am my father one, I'm doing my father's business. And that same spirit is in you, you're gonna do the same thing. And I'm thankful that he's allowed me to see that, you know, in the spirit and the truth. And um, I think that's it. But I'm thankful to have any words to say, anything to say to, to this gospel and to this truth that we stand in now. And in the trials and tribulations that we go through in coming days or what's going to be happening or whatever, my understanding is Yahweh is controlling both sides of it, political, psychological, emotional, <laughs> down to the letter and the time and the number. He's controlling all things. And that's what I'm seeing that Yahweh is just let, making you, making you, stressing your faith, stressing your ability, stressing your speech, stressing your, your boldness as you're saying, but people speak boldly in the name and they're coming here. It's, it's so much. But I'm thinking Yahweh just give me that inkling and keep me, keep me, Yashua. And that's my prayer to keep me steadfast in this gospel. Keep me, keep his name in my mouth, not to ever take it away. And those few words I say, any all glory goes to Yahshua Messiah. I'll save him. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Dr. Marcus. And for our next speaker, it is a pleasure I believe from Georgia, Dr. Iris Jones. Good evening, Claire. I'm sorry, Iris, I muted you by mistake. Can you unmute again? Can you hear me? I can, sorry. Okay. It's a privilege and an honor to be here with you this evening. That was a surprise. I thought this was going really good. I truly enjoyed the previous speakers. And it's always good to be able to give a testimony of the things that Yahweh has taught me since coming down to this school. And we come to this school because we have been called. We've been called by name. Just like he called Moses, he called each and every one of us that he has chosen from the foundation of the world, you see. And now as we sit at the pretty much the close of an age, it's beautiful to be able to see that on the surety that it's him that is teaching us and bringing to our remembrance those things that we've heard from the time we started coming to this school, whether it was two weeks ago or 20 years ago or whenever that was, he's bringing things to our remembrance. The previous speaker just talked about um, coming to an understanding of what was being read in John, the 17th chapter. It's beautiful when we get those revelations like that. He's finally causing us to 
to be able to hear what he's been saying to us over and over again. But now you see, the first speaker talked about this school being founded by the means of a divine vision and revelation given to Dr. Henry Clifford Kinley in the year 1931. And what we have always been admonished to do is to make him prove until we were satisfied that he indeed did have a divine vision and revelation directly from the creator. And one of the things that in listening to the, the tapes lately that are the recordings of Dr. Kinley lectures that have been gone, going out to those of us who want to listen to them, you know, he said that he wouldn't believe it either if Yahweh hadn't shown it to him, you know, and we can't believe it either. Yahweh has to show this to us. You see, he had a divine vision and revelation. And he was asked, what was he going to do with what he had received? And the first time that question was posed to him, he couldn't answer it. And Yahweh had to show him again what it was he was going to do with what he had received. And the second time he could answer, teach your people your will or your purpose, you see. And that's what he went about to do. And he said not to take his word for it, but to make him prove it until we were satisfied that he did indeed have that divine vision and revelation. Now, what he did with us was he took us back to the scriptures and he showed us how Yahshua is the teacher down here at the end of this age. Yahshua is the teacher and how the teacher went about to teach us was to go back to the law and the prophets and the Psalms and show us how that he died, how he was buried, and how he resurrected oh, third according to the scripture. Now, can we go to please? I just get to put it back in there when I come in. Can we go to Luke? Sorry, sorry about that. Can everyone please make sure that they're muted? Uh, we keep having someone accidentally unmuting. Go ahead, Dr. Jones. Sorry about that. Now, can we go to Luke 24 and 25 through 27, and then we're going to get the 44th verse? That's Luke 25, 24 and 25. Then he, then he said unto them, all fools and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not the Messiah to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Okay, and then let's get the 44th first. 
24 and 44. And he said unto them, these are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all mm -hmm. things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. So now you see, whilst he was walking around with his disciples, he was telling them how he would be killed, how he would be buried, and how he would resurrect the third day, according to the scriptures. Now, after his death, burial, and resurrection, he came back and he was telling them the same things, according to the scriptures. And it says in the 44th verse, then he opened up their understanding. You see, now with us down here, you see, he takes us back to the law of Moses and in the prophets. He shows us in the Psalms. We might go through a day of work where we see some principles and precepts come together. We read a scripture where he he instantaneously instantaneously can't pronounce the word opens up our understanding to what it is that we're reading you see and that's him opening up our understanding but now at the end of this age you see when he was doing that with his disciples they hadn't yet received the holy spirit because the day of Pentecost had not yet come. Now, the day of Pentecost did come. Seven years later, Peter went and preached to the Gentiles at Cornelius' house. That brought in, thank you for, for getting that chart. That brought in the Gentiles. You see, so now we have access to that spirit abiding in us our prayer talked about the understanding the ever presence of Yahweh he is always here there's no time no place no hole we dug deep enough no praise we can get that puts us high enough to get away from that ever presence of Yahweh. He is always here. He is our teacher. He's our comforter. He is our God. So now you see, he opened up their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Now we're going to go back to Moses. You see, and, and we're going to find out that Moses also had a divine vision and revelation directly from the creator. You see, now Moses too was told that he was going to go back into Egypt and he was going to tell the children of Israel and Pharaoh that Yahweh said they will get up out of bondage and they were going to come and serve him at that mount. Now Moses too had some issues about going back and telling the children of Israel and Pharaoh what Yahweh said. Now, Yahweh had to give him some signs. You see, Yahweh told him 
that he was going to send his brother Aaron to meet him. And he was going to put the words in Moses' mouth. And Moses was going to tell it to Aaron. And the message was going to get across to the children of Israel and to Pharaoh that Yahweh said they were getting up out of bondage. You see, so a vision and a revelation is necessary. We can read about that in the scriptures when we go to Numbers 12 and 6. Because that's how Yahweh chooses to speak to his people. Can we read, please, Numbers 12 and 6? Yes, Numbers 12 and 6. And he said, hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you, I, Yahweh, will make myself known unto him in a vision and will speak unto him in a dream. So now you see, this is how Yahweh chooses to speak to his people. Now, we just took that one verse from that particular chapter. But if you go back and you read the background for it, you see, you will find out that Moses' brother and sister were having um confronting uh, are confronting him about issues that they were having and Yahweh intercedes you see and lets them know Moses is whom he chose to speak through if there's going to be a prophet among them he would speak to that prophet you see show talk to him and give him a revelation. Now Moses did have that divine vision and revelation. He goes back down into the land of Egypt and he does exactly what Yahweh says. You see? And Yahweh is with him every step of the way. Before he left the land of Midian, he told him certainly I will be with you. You see. And Dr. Kinley came and he shared this vision with us. And as he shared that vision with us, we had to see for an assurity. Certainly Yahweh was with him because we could not understand the purpose of Yahweh. Nobody could, but Yahweh himself. So it took Yahweh himself to tell us what his purpose is. Nobody got smart enough to do that. There was enough schooling around yet to get that understood. It takes the spirit of Yahweh to cause you to know what his purpose is. It takes that spirit for you to be able to go through the devastation that we see every day in the news. We go through every day with jobs or with families or with different circumstances 
and we can see the purpose of Yahweh working. So it keeps us moving forward with Yahshua as our God. That's the only thing that keep us straight. We didn't, you know, the thing is, is that Yahweh chose us. You know, it's, it's, we wasn't all that fantastic. He just chose us. He told the children of Israel back there when they were, um, this was after they come, they came up out of the land of Egypt. He said he didn't choose them because they were all that mighty, you know? But it's his choice. And he got them out of that devastation down there in the land of Egypt. He destroyed the mightiest nation on the face of the earth. And he put Moses in that man's face, Pharaoh's face, to tell him that the reason why he was in the position he was in. And uh, I'm... I think it's in Exodus, is it 9 and 16? I believe, try that. In very deep, for this cause have I raised thee up to yes. show him. That is Exodus 9 and 16. Um, yes. And in very deed, for this cause have I raised thee up. For to show in thee my power, and that my name may be declared throughout all the earth. So now you see, Yahweh set that man up to be as powerful as he was. So that when Yahweh destroyed him or knocked him down, everybody on the face of the earth would know that Yahweh did you see, and like I said, you look at the news today and people want somebody to fix stuff. There's nothing broken. It's going according to Yahweh's purpose. You see, they're looking to a man to fix it. They need a, a vaccine to cure it. You know, they need money to do heaven knows what, but None of that, all the money in the world, Donald Trump, I don't care if you have a golden statue or, or what, none of these people can fix anything. It's Yahweh's purpose that's moving through here. They think it's going to get better. And we see everything collapsing all around. You see, the children of Israel went through the first three plagues down there in the land of Egypt. But the seventh, the, the last seven, Yahweh put a partition, separated them from the Egyptians. And it was just the Egyptians that were going through those things. And those Hebrews was looking at death and devastation all around them. But then the first speaker had called the 12th chapter of Exodus. 
You see, and he said, this is unto you the beginning of months. Yahweh sets everything in order for us. You know, he told us that was the beginning of the year. It was April. They were going to take a lamb out on the tent. He gave them specific instructions on how to come up out of bondage. Down here at the end of this age, we're getting ready to cross over. He's giving us specific instructions on how to get that done. You see, because nothing on this side of the flesh is going to cross over. So get your house in order. You see, your house is that soul where he abides, that spirit abides. Get it in order. How's that happening? Through the preaching of the gospel, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Yahshua the Messiah. You know, now there are some people in some classes that don't like that. They don't want to hear that. That's fine. It's still about the preaching of Yahshua's gospel. It's his death, his burial, and his resurrection. And you see, not all those years ago, but right here today, right now in us, we are still coming to a better understanding of those things that he has prepared for us. You know, those aha moments that we get in the scriptures or we reread the class books and we when we see certain things and you might have read the class books 10, 12 times. But every time you read them, you get something new because the teacher is still teaching. Nobody took his job. The Savior is still saving. The Deliverer is still delivering. Nobody can take his job. You see? But now he delivered those children out of the land of Egypt. He gave them specific instructions on the lamb. Had to be a male lamb of the first year without spot and blemish. You see, you're going to kill it between the two evenings, the evening well, you took it out on the 10th and you held it over to the 14th. Then you killed it between the two evenings. You got specific instructions on how to kill that lamb. You see, you had to pierce it in the side. You had to let the blood drain out in the basin. You had to take a basin. Well, okay, you let the blood drain out in that basin. You took hits out and you struck and you dip the hits up in the blood and you struck the top lintel, the two side posts, dipping from a basin, bringing forth four points of blood down there in the land of Egypt. You see, now with the with Yahshua the Messiah, you see, they put nails in his right hand and in his left. They put a crown of thorns on his head and nails going through his feet, bringing forth four points of blood on with Yahshua, you see. Now, John called him. He said, behold the lamb of Yahweh, which cometh to take away the sin of the world. You see that lamb down in Egypt? He took away, took away that physical bondage. He was their start 
to getting out of that physical bondage. But now when we come to understand that purpose of Yahweh, you see, Yahshua was right back there with the children of Israel. He was the one that Moses was getting the instructions from. He was the one who was giving the children the instructions. He wasn't going outside their door and putting blood on nobody's door. He was in a house eating lamb with the family. You see, the blood is on the inside of the house. You see, on that door porch. Yahshua said, he is the door. That's our door to get out. The blood has already been shed. You see, he was buried and he resurrected. He poured out his spirit to that 120 in the upper room on the day of Pentecost. Seven years later at the at Cornelius' house, it said the Holy Spirit fell on all of those that heard the word. You see, he nailed all of those laws, commandments, and judgments that he had given the children of Israel here in the wilderness of Sinai. That's all been nailed to the cross. That was in fulfillment of what he was telling those disciples. You see, he was going to die. He had to die. Now, you see, I, I grew up in the Catholic church. And they did tell us that Jesus died, that he died. How that he died, I, I didn't know. You see, like right now, it's considered a Lenten season where you go to stations of the cross every Friday. And you kneel and you say some prayers in front of some statues and stuff. Now, I don't remember really what they were. And I know you had these mysteries that you had to recite. But I, I, I don't remember what all of that was about. It didn't add up to nothing. It's basically what I'm telling you. It, it had nothing to do with salvation. You see, all of that was nailed to the cross. Gentiles never had a lot to do. It never looked nothing like what, and what they did, the Hebrews did, look nothing like what they did in the Catholic Church. So I, I'm not real sure where all of that was developed. However, Yahshua gave laws, judgments, and ordinances to the Hebrews and Hebrews only. He showed them how he was going to fulfill that. You see, it took his death. That specially prepared body had to die just this way. You see, after his resurrection, he put his spirit, uh, after Pentecost, he put his spirit in the 120 in that upper room. And seven years later at Cornelius' house, to the Gentiles. You see, that brought in the new covenant. You see, the New Testament that they have in the fly leaf of the King James Version of the Bible, the, two, the New Testament, that, that, that's not it. It's not written with pen and ink. You see, 
is written in our hearts and in our minds. You see, that's how we know the truth when we hear it. You see, we respectfully decline or don't agree with what's not true. If, you know, uh, I'm going to say respectfully because sometimes not everybody is respectful in giving you what their version of or, or what they believe. I'm not going to say a version of the truth. There are no versions. The truth is the truth and a lie. It's a lie. But what they believe, they're not always diplomatic or respectful with that. And that's unfortunate, but that's where we are. We're at the end of the age, and Yahshua is just gathering all those whom he had chosen from the foundation of the world. You know, I just want to give you, I hope, some encouragement to continue to preach this gospel. This is this is all we have that remains the same. You know, people's mind change from one day to the next. Mm -hmm. You know, they they overhear with one thing one day and something else the next day. It's like that on your job. It's it's just like that everywhere. Nothing stays the same. This is the only thing we have to count on. That's all. And what we are receiving right now is all that's going to cross over the veil. You see, that's the only thing that's going to transcend this veil. It's what Yahshua is giving us right now how he's teaching us about his purpose, how he has placed us in heavenly places. You see, he's given us a new conversation. He's given us a new name. You see, and we yes, we do have a warfare, but it's not physical. Right. You see, I, there's not enough guns to fight this warfare. You see, you're going to have to have a shield of faith. You're going to have to have a helmet of salvation. You're going to have to have the sword of the spirit. And your feet are going to have to be stable in this gospel. You see, because this warfare is spiritual. You, thank you. I see the five minute fail. You see, but our warfare is spiritual and he has given us everything we need. He's clothed us in attributes. Mm -hmm. Like said, he set us in heavenly places amongst angels. You see, with him as our teacher. He is the author and finisher of our faith. He is not going to let us down. He never has. He never will. This is all we have to hold on to. Hold on to it with all your life. Mm -hmm. Thank you for your time and attention. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you so much, Dr. Jones. And for our next speaker, it's a pleasure to call on from Detroit, Dr. Ruth Samuel. 
Hello, can you hear me? Okay. Okay. All right. Hallelujah. I totally have enjoyed class this evening. And everything, just about everything everyone spoke about from my heart and on my mind. Um, the previous speaker um, gave gave us a lot of encouragement, you know, to hang in here because Joshua is in control of what's going on and what's happening to us. We're being, um, can you get the scripture for me where it says um, he's made us meet? Um, I think it's Colossians 1 and 12. It's 12? Okay. Can you read that for me, please? Yes, that's Colossians 1 and 12. Mm -hmm. Giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the sons in light. Now, he said to made us meet. He's made us fit. Meet and fit the same thing. He's made us fit to, to, to be partakers of this. Go ahead, read. Who have delivered us from the power of darkness and have translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Now, he's delivered us from the power of darkness. Darkness had power over us. Mm -hmm. It had a real strong hold on us. And Joshua just spoke into our hearts and into our minds and just translated us, took us right out of that and translated it into the kingdom of his dear son. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and that's just awesome. That's, that's just awesome that, that we can know something about our creator in spirit and in truth as he really is and actually exists. Um, Let's see where I want to go here. Um, now we 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 thought that I'll put it on me. Before I came into class, I actually thought that I had to keep uh, the Ten Commandment law. Uh, I had to uh, do ceremonies, Passovers, all this kind of stuff, baptism. I actually thought that that was something that I had to do. That was that was some dark. That was the darkness that I was in. But see, Joshua, when he when he chose me and called me by name to come into this gospel and set me down and just translated me out of that, um, because you know the 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 new the testament the, uh, the 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 testament the New Testament is written in our hearts and in our minds. It's just it's just um, you um, changing your carnal mind from a carnal mind only into a spiritual into spiritual mind. You know, carnal mind, but we also we have a pure mind, and Yahshua has to cultivate that so we can understand what's going on within us. Can you get for me um, a Romans? the eighth chapter and go down to where um, 
it says to be kindly minded as well. That's Romans 8 and 6. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against Yahweh. For it is not subject to the law of Yahweh, neither indeed can be. Keep reading, please. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please Yahweh. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so, be that the spirit of Yahweh dwell in you. Now, if any man has well, pause. The spirit, the spirit of Yahweh dwell in you. Read. Now, if any man have not the spirit of the Messiah, he is none of his. And if the Messiah be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him that raised up Yahshua from the dead dwell in you, he that dwell raised up you, dwell in you, read. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He that raised up the Messiah from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. By his Therefore, spirit that dwelleth, pause, I'm sorry, by his spirit that dwelleth in you. See, Paul is making that, he's saying okay. that that spirit that dwelleth in you. See, mm -hmm. that Holy Spirit has to be dwelling within us. See, right. Joshua is the teacher. We, we, we shouldn't be thinking, well, uh, well, who's going to teach this? Mm. Well, hell, I'm sorry. Joshua is the teacher. What, this knowledge that we have, it's not ours. That's it's it's not always like like we went somewhere and bought it and now it's ours to have and to hold. It's ours like that. No. Yahshua is the teacher. And if you understand anything about this teaching, that's Yahshua that has resurrected in you. Right. And you're going to, like one of the previous speakers said, what what you want to do is you wanna you wanna give it a you wanna I can't say give it away. You wanna you wanna expound. You want somebody else to know this because this is great. This is this is nothing that you just take and you just hide up on a hide somewhere and you don't tell anybody about it. You're like, oh, I got mine. Well, you're gonna have to get yours. No, that's not how this works. We have to preach this gospel, and 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 and, and, and because the, the, it says in Matthew the 24th chapter, and this gospel shall be preached into. And, and, I'm not going to quote it right, I know. But this gospel has to be preached. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not, the, it's not, it's not supposed to be, you just sit on it and you just do nothing. That's not the way this works, you know. And I'm so glad and happy that we have, we, we haven't just, Yahshua has not allowed us to just say, well, we can't meet anymore face to face, so we're just going to just forget it. No, that's no. Right. Let me tell you, these people were out here making money and doing all they the, the, the pandemic didn't shut them down, but the pandemic going to shut Yahshua down? No. <laughs> that's, not, that's not happening. You know, he's giving us a way to keep going. We're not shut down. We can still come and go. We can still preach the gospel. Now, when, this, when, when, now, when we shut completely down, I don't know what that's going to look like, but we're not shut down. Mm -hmm. You know, so, so 
you know, just throw, just throw that out your mind. But like what the previous speaker said about the weapons, you know, we, 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 ha- we, we're in a fight, we're in a war, but we, I, I, it's, it's, it's a scripture. And I think it's second Corinthians 10 and four, if I'm not mistaken, our weapons are not like guns and, 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 and swords and uh, hand grenades and stuff like that from a natural standpoint. Can you read that scripture for me, please? Yes, 2 Corinthians 10 and 4. For the mm-hmm. weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through Yahweh to the pulling down of strongholds. Mm-hmm. Now, now the stronghold, when, when, when I think about a stronghold, that's a stronghold, things that want to burden us down, mm-hmm. you know, um, just want to just burden us down. So we have to we have to examine ourselves so we can see what's in what's operating in us and how it's operating in us and what's pulling us down. What's making us what what may be making me I put it on me what not want to study today or what what's making me want to uh uh you know well I'm not gonna come on class today I, I I'm just gonna make up an excuse that really don't even matter you know. Just because, see, to be in the presence of Yahweh and his son, that's, that's, that's great, you know, to be among the brethren, to hear the gospel, to preach the gospel, to be able to see the charts. And it, it's, just, it's just wonderful. Um, can you get the scripture? Um, that says about the armor that we have to put on. The previous speaker mentioned about the, that armor that we have to have on. I don't believe um, that is Ephesians. Hold on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. I believe that's Ephesians 6, and I think it is. Yes, yeah, it says Ephesians. Um, Six, and I'll start at, excuse me, 10. Finally, my brother, be strong in Yahweh and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of Yahweh that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not. Can you pause for me? Can somebody look up the word wiles while you keep reading for me, please? Mm -hmm. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual weakness, wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of Yahweh, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done... Pause for a minute. Now, we are definitely in the evil day. We are definitely in, and it says, it says the whole armor, not just, just not just one or two things. The whole armor. Read. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, 
wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of Yahweh. Did somebody um, get that word for me? Wow. Yes. That's wiles in um, dictionary online, which means devious or cunning strategies employed in manipulating or persuading someone to do what one wants. Okay, that's the wiles of the devil or the adversary. Mm -hmm. It says, it says, put on the whole armor of Elohim that ye may be able to stand against the wiles mm -hmm. of the devil. See, we have to be able to stand because he's not going to stop. He has a job to do also. And he's mm -hmm. doing it very well. See, so, but, but Yahweh, like the previous speaker said, he's not going to forsake us. We have to know that he's going to be there for us <clears throat> until the end. He's going to be there for us. Okay. Um, um, can you go back to um, where, it's, where it says we have to eat the um, lamb? We have to uh, eat it in haste, please. That's... Um, Go back here in Exodus 12 and yes, that's Exodus 12 and uh, let's see, that's Exodus 12 and 10. Okay, I'll start yeah. at 12 and 10. I'll start okay. at um, yeah. Well, well, I just wanted to read the part where it says you have to. See, we have to eat the, eat the lamb in, in haste. See, well, what the point that I'm trying to make is mm -hmm. that when 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 um, the children of Israel had to come up out of Egypt, they had to come up out of Egypt. But in order for them to come up out of Egypt, they had to eat that lamb, and they had to eat it in haste. They couldn't be lot. Say that they couldn't be lollygagging. They couldn't be just just taking their time. They had to be about their father's business. Just like Joshua, when he came, he was by his father's business, you know. So they came up out of there and they had to eat that lamb. So can you? Uh... Yes, that's Exodus okay. 12 and 11. And thus shall ye eat it with your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand. And ye shall eat it in haste. It is Yahweh's Passover. Yep. So you had to eat it in haste. So it was Yahweh's Passover. But now it's it's a it's 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 a spiritual Passover. We're passing over from uh, from 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 body to soul. We're 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 going to we're we're getting ready to be translated into the next age, which is uh, let me see. Can you can you can you pull that chart up for me? Um, the ages and dispensation chart, please. Mm -hmm. I can't see it. I'm on my phone. The agent, we're going into the next age. See, the age that we're in right now, we're in the fourth, the fourth present kingdom age. See, and but we're in the sixth dispensation in that age. And so we're right here on the, right here where it says the revelation of Yahshua the Messiah. Well, that revelation is going to be a universal revelation of Yahshua the Messiah. See, right now, we're knowing him now. 
see one I think our tenth aim says that um to inherit eternal life now mm-hmm. in the kingdom of Yahshua the Messiah. Uh with the hope of of immortal glorification in a new earth state. So we're inheriting that eternal eternal life now, see, but uh at the revelation of Yahshua the Messiah, see, we're going to be just like him. Can can you get um Second Thessalonians one uh, six through eight. We can read that. See, it it, it says it's the scripture says we don't know. Uh, we're going to be just like him because we're going to know him as he really is and actually exists. Mm-hmm. Second, Thessalonians. Second Thessalonians mm-hmm. six. I'm sorry. Second Thessalonians one and six. Mm-hmm. Seeing it is a righteous thing with Yahweh to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. And to you who are troubled, rest with us. When Yahshua the Messiah shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels. In flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not Yahweh. And that obey not the gospel of our Savior, Yahshua the Messiah who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of Yahweh and from the glory of his power. Now now that's that's coming up. That's going to happen. See? And that's why we have to keep preaching this gospel. We have to keep showing up. We have to uh, keep Asking Yahshua to, to, to keep us steadfast and 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 in Him, and um, be not ashamed of this gospel. You know, I may not speak elegant like an, another person may speak, but what I know I got from Yahshua. You know, and and I got that. You know, this this is what He gave me to say. Like the previous speaker said, you know, when, when I get called, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say that. No, you, you're not going to say nothing. You know, it's going to be him that's going to be doing the speaking regardless of how little it is, how much it is. You know, it's Joshua. And he has to be a resurrected, quickening spirit in us today. The previous speaker said this stuff that's going, people can't even watch the news. They can't watch it. It's just that bad. You know, I don't turn it on every day myself. I see it. I see the five minutes. I don't turn it on every day myself, but, I, you know, being obedient, I watch it. But it's, it's, it's not easy to just watch and see how this world is being torn down. But we do have peace in Yahshua because we know that he's in control and he's got this whole thing in control. See? He's controlling it, you know, and every day we should always examine ourselves to see where we are at with Yahshua, to see what, you know, make sure we're in the faith, make sure that, you know, because, I mean, for instance, you know, sometimes hip hop, I don't too much like hip hop, but people, uh, and you be popping your fingers to a tune. And they saying something real, real terrible. And you don't realize what they're saying until you, you stop and you listen. You're like, is that what I'm popping my fingers to? You know, 
you have to examine yourself because it could be some stuff inside of us that just need to get out. And, and, and Yahshua can do that for us if we ask him, you know, to do that for us. And uh, I just like to say again that I am so happy that this, this platform right. is here for us to be able to still preach the gospel. And I appreciate all my brethren that how Yahshua has opened things up to different brethren to, to, to show it to, 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 and be able to express it to, 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 so he can show us what's going on. You know, he's preaching his gospel through us. That's how he's doing it. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Thank you. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you so much, Dr. Samuel. And that brings a conclusion to today's lecture. We want to thank you all for joining us and we thank our visitors for joining us. Uh, we hold classes here on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and on Sundays from 1.30 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. Uh, we uh, Next Tuesday, we will be doing another Dr. Kinley lecture. So there's that. And again, we thank you all for joining us and we thank Yashua for giving us another opportunity to learn of him. We now end with the doxology, which is taken from the last two verses of the book of Jude. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only to the only wise Elohim, our savior, through Yahshua, the Messiah, our sovereign, belong all glory, majesty, dominion and power for all times now and ever. Let us all say hallelujah. 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 Super class. Yes, that was yeah. a beautiful class.